Are you going to ask me about my California trip? No, because you told me about it already. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about it for 20 minutes. You need me to, you need me to ask you about it again? No. I could ask you about it in the actual body of the podcast if you'd like. No, you don't have to. Do you want to talk about it? You talked, we talked about it already. I don't know. I'm trying to try to figure out what our cold open was going to be. Well, we haven't started the episode yet. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm probably going to ask you about it when we get okay, to the okay. episode. Just don't blather on for like 20 minutes about it like you did before. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. Blue-hued thing. <laughs> yes, that is a blue-hued thing. Blue, there's a lot of blue-hued movies these days. Oh, I like it. I, I like hate it. It's I'm cold. A, it is cold. It's cold like Jimmy's house. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy's house should be hued blue. It should just always be blue. blue like it's in black light. <laughs> blue-hued. That would be a good name for... Uh, a porn star. Oh, oh, blue hue. Blue hued. Blue hued. Mm-hmm. Or blue hue. Just blue hue. <laughs> oh, because I blue hue. Yeah, it could be B-L-U-E, but also B-L-E-W. Or a garbage pail kid would be like a porn star, <laughs> garbage pail kid, and it would be like blown hue. No, blue hue, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you'd have blue balls or something. <laughs> anyway. Should we get this started? We didn't even start the, the introduction no, yet. No. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Lou Dobbs from CNBC. Or he's like a big Trump guy, Lou Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose him? Have you been I, watching him today? No, I have I didn't have anything. I literally it's the first thing that came to my brain. <laughs> Lou Dobbs. I think what I wanted to say was Lou Grant from uh, the Mary Tyler oh, Show. Yeah. But that's a character. Yeah, that's not the person. So I said Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs Ferry. <laughs> you know Lou Dobbs Ferry? <laughs> that's a good before and after that's for a, good a wheel. One. Yeah, Lou, Lou Dobbs. I, I guarantee you that's been a Jeopardy before and after. If before. it hasn't, here's your idea, guys. Lou Dobbs Ferry. I don't really know a lot about him. I think he's just like a big Trump apologist. Mm-hmm. So he can eat, eat a dick. Like I don't watch a lot of CNBC, so I, can't I don't even say. know if that's what he's on, Rachel. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I don't know it. Rachel, mm-hmm. how you doing? It's been a couple of weeks yeah. since we've seen each other. I'm good. I'm good. I just got back from California. I last know. Night. I was excited to ask you about your trip. <laughs> Not going to talk about it now. <laughs> no, please tell us all about it. I had a great time. I was gone for 12 days. Spent some time in LA. Spent some time in Big Sur. Spent some time driving between. Lots of time in a car. That's a very California thing. What to kind do. of car were you driving? I was driving my sister's bright yellow Honda Fit. Nice. <laughs> um, that sounds like a good car. It was a good car. Reliable. Reliable. Gets good gas mileage. Yeah. Cool. Good, good gas mileage. Good uh, Bluetooth uh, oh, capability. Were you listening to some fuel in there? <laughs> On your way? <laughs> no fuel. No fuel. I was listening to the new Sharon Van Etten a lot. Oh, that's a good one. And a lot of good podcasts. You know what I said to Adrian today? I'm sick of podcasts, and here oh. we are recording <laughs> one. So you just listen I'm to just, ours, and no one else's. I'm just adding to the uh, uh, void of everybody has a podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what we do here. The Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. Some are better than others. Yeah, I'm just sick of we the should, ones. We should start a podcast where we just rate and review other people's podcasts. I bet you there already is. Yeah. One. It's like, that <laughs> and would it be... should be called Some Are Better Than Others. Some podcasts are better than others. <laughs> Some podcasts are better than others. You can sing the theme song for it. Some podcasts are better than other podcasts. Adrian <gasps> listens to so many podcasts. My wife. She's listening to one right now. I knew she was listening. She was I listen listening to, to a lot of podcasts, too. What's your favorite, Adrian? Don't put her on the spot. She's got too many favorites, and then she's going to feel bad for the ones she doesn't say. It's like you. You have too many favorites. What are your top three? No particular But then order. she's got to go on record on another podcast, say what her favorite podcasts are. Don't do it. You don't have to do it. You don't know anybody <laughs> anything. Exclusive of yours? Yes. No, you don't even <laughs> listen to this podcast. So. I do. I'm How many episodes back are you? Wait, you in season two? No. All right. This, this conversation's over. <laughs> Some podcasts are better than others. Some our new segment on the show. Are than Speaking of podcasts. other podcasts, 
I I kind of feel like this needs to be said, but when we started this podcast, we wrote to Mike Park from Skank and Pickle. We did. That's and true. And we asked you, well, if you we did. could use his uh, their song. What's their song, Pat? I'm in sing love it? with a girl named Spike. Do you want to sing it? Uh, no. I'm yeah. in love with a girl named Spike. Yeah. A girl named Spike. He's a huge Degrassi fan. Stacey Mystician. I no. gotta say. Andrea Steptoe. Andrea. Amanda stepped out. <laughs> I got to say, a couple months after I wrote to him about our Degrassi podcast, he started a Degrassi podcast with two other people, but it's about the original Degrassi. Maybe have, he got the idea from ours. I have not listened to it yet, but I'm pretty sure it's called In Love with a Girl Named Spike. Well, that's on brand because that's a Yeah, song. exactly. I mean, for listen, it wasn't like we were the first ones. No, no, you know? it's very true. It's very true. There's been a bunch out there before us. I'm sure they're great. There'll be more since. And there, I don't think there's a lot of original Degrassi podcasts. I think there's a lot of Next Generation. So TNG. G. TNG. Yeah. TNG. Did so. it seem like I was like uh, forcing Adrian not to answer that question? I just felt like she probably wouldn't. <laughs> I felt like I know her. You per- gave her an out. Well, that's what I was but trying But you forced her into that out. That's what I was trying to do. Because mm-hmm. I know she's going to be like, I don't want to say one and not say the other ones that I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that correct? Do you want to say what your favorite? All right, go ahead. List your three favorite podcasts. No, I just uh, three that I like right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. here we go. Adrian's list. I always like stuff you should know. Stuff you should know. That's mm-hmm. a classic. Um, I like the omnibus right now. Oh, the omnibus. Ken Jennings. I don't know that one. Ken Jennings from Jeopardy. Oh, okay. And then John Roderick, who is in the scandal on Richard. Yeah. Uh huh. That's a good one. My favorite murder. You gotta you gotta mm-hmm. give the I heard give that they're props releasing to the, the classics. They are. They are. Props to the classics. Mm-hmm. There she is. Everybody, yeah. every week we'll get Adrian to name our three favorite podcasts <laughs> in the new segment called Some Podcasts Are Better Than Others. <laughs> Some people's podcasts are better than other people's <laughs> podcasts. We can do it. There's a Smith song next week, so we can. I know, I know. So then you can just do even more Smiths. Yet another. I should we dive into this episode then? Because right, bringing up the here. song, we're we at are another here in episode number. These are episodes number three eleven yes. and three twelve of Degrassi: The Next Generation, mm-hmm. which collectively are the forty eighth and the 49th episode. Wow, we're getting up there. We forty. We've watched forty nine episodes of the show, but because of all the two parters, including mm-hmm. this, this two parter, yeah. you know, these feel like more like just one story being told over two mm-hmm. episodes. So I count them as one this therefore is the 41st episode of Degrassi the next generation it's called holiday now holiday is an i one of the icons of pop music uh madonna's mm-hmm. first hit song mm-hmm. so rachel we what's already... your favorite madonna song <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say i was like we already did madonna we did yeah we did like a virgin last season <laughs> oh i totally forgot and i was like, I I was, like excited to do madonna <laughs> Same song that you're I, also I bet you I don't. Excited. Um, Can I, I say what my answer would yeah, have been? It yeah. would have been "Express Yourself." So we should go back oh, and check yeah. to see if it's "Express still Yourself" is good. I think that I said "Vogue" because I used to love that when I was a kid. Um, I loved dancing to that song. It's a good dance song. It's a great. But I don't think mo- it's my favorite Madonna song. My favorite Madonna video. Mmm, good one. What is the name of the song where she's like? It's like late '90s. Take a bow. <laughs> later, yeah. later '90s. Um, and I maybe early 2000s even. It's very black. Masquerade. She's got black hair, a lot of grays, and she turns into birds. Rain. No. Then I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no. I meant to look this up and I forgot. She turns into birds. Yeah. Is it the, uh, is that thicker than a ray of light? I can, oh. I almost have the song, but not quite. Thicker than a ray of light? No, it's not Ray, but it is around that time period. She turns into birds. I remember that. that. Yeah, and she's like got dark hair. It's a very sad sounding song. That's a great music video. Um, Papa Don't Preach. No, but you know what? That's probably not even her best music video, let's be honest. She's got a lot of great music videos. Madonna is, uh, I mean, God, she's just been around for forever. She has a new album coming out. She just released the single from the album today. What? She has a new album coming out? Jeez, yeah, pretty soon. I can't remember what it's called. Madonna. I looked it up and I was like, oh, interesting. She is one of the most famous people in the history of America. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hands down. She was, I mean, she and Michael Jackson were like most famous. And Barbara Streisand. I always think Barbara Streisand's a particularly famous person. No? Tony Bennett. Robert Redford. 
Bob Redford. Bubby. Mm-hmm. But Madonna is just Madonna. out of this world mm-hmm. uh, famous mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. a, and great. One of the best. One of my favorite people. Is is she still into Kabbalah? I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what she's <laughs> up to these days. But the amount, the joy. I read, a, I read a really good Vogue profile of her that Roxanne Gay wrote. Mm. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like a really good pairing. So pretty new. Yeah, it, like in the last couple years. She's got it going on. That's what the kids say, that she's got it going on. Madonna, Madge. I think that I remember her and Britney and Miley Cyrus all commenting on each other's posts on Instagram a while back. The Divine Miss M. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not her. Wow, yeah. She's been around for a long time. She's excellent. Mm-hmm. She's like... I don't know. I haven't really been n- n- not very privy to like much of the new stuff. No, I haven't listened to her music in years. Since probably, I would say, uh, music makes the people come together. When did that come out? Probably like 2000, if yeah, not 1999. Yeah. That's probably the last I've heard them, too. Take a bow, the night is over. This masquerade is getting colder. Keep going. I don't I think I lose it. <laughs> Remember when she was a Vita? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was if that was uh, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that was unfortunate for her because mm-hmm. listen, she's not like no one's ever uh mistaken Madonna for to be one of the great singers of our generation. No, no. She's certainly a great pop constructionist. Mm-hmm. The Immaculate Collection is mm-hmm. the greatest hits album, you know. That is like Amazing. Oh my goodness. You can't have better hits than those mm-hmm. ones. That's probably the greatest, greatest hits album of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, my um, elementary school was Immaculate Conception. Oh. Wow. Which is a weird thing to actually to name out of an elementary school. Sexless marriage. Yeah. That's what your school was basically called. Yeah. I mean, pregnancy. Yeah. Sexless pregnancy. What school do you go to? Sexless pregnancy. <laughs> it's a miracle. Sexless, that's a fun uh, fun rock band name, Sexless, Sexless Pregnancy. Sexless Pregnancy. Going on tour with Def Leppard this year, opening up for Def Leppard, getting a hot slot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A hot slot in the arenas this year. <laughs> Sexless Pregnancy. Sexless, I figure, so we're getting into territory where we're really just getting the same bands oh. over and over again. Yeah, I hope that they'll eventually uh, find other 80s bands to to use song titles from because we're only in the third season. I mean, there's a lot of bands that I I know I it's definitely distinctly eighties, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, and so we're gonna repeat the Smiths next week next too. Week. I mean, this Charming Man, great song, great title. Mm, I think you picked this Charming Man I as think your I favorite did. Uh, Smith song. But maybe but, I'll talk about my second favorite Smith song. I love how week. non-committal we are to the songs we actually pick because by the time it rolls around again, I don't remember what yeah. I picked. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I picked. Yeah, I can guess. I'm guessing I picked Express Yourself for Madonna, but mm-hmm. I don't I can't be sure. I think I picked Vogue. I might have and picked And then I thought about picking my second favorite and then I forgot to because I was like, we already did Madonna, it's fine. <laughs> Your second favorite Madonna song is Borderline. <laughs> I like Borderline, oh, actually. It's great, right? I also really like Holiday a lot. I love Holiday. True yeah. Blue. You love True Blue? It's all right. Oh, I like it. You know what I like? Cherish. Oh, Cherish is good too. I can't say goodbye. Where does Ray of Light fall on your... Thicker than a ray of light. That's a hard song to sing. Yeah. Uh, I like it, to be quite yeah. honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's not thicker, though. That's, that's not no, the right. I, <laughs> Thicker than I a ray of light. I think it's quicker. It makes more sense to be quick. Uh, thicker than a ray of light. I like to think that it's thicker than a ray of light. It's Christmas time at so, Degrassi did you en- Did you enjoy this short form Hallmark Christmas movie? Because <laughs> that's essentially what it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, the rom-com. one half of it was because the one half definitely had like the happy ending. Yeah. The other half was not. The other no, half was that was sad. a non traditional Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so we're so, so suddenly it's Christmas when like last week everyone was outside and it was warm. I love Christmas. Oh, I love Christmas too. But I it's love... weird because it's April, so this is like the time of year where I'm like, oh, not ready yet. Not ready. Totally not ready. You know, there are a lot of great Christmas TV shows, TV episodes. Mm-hmm, from the Office mm-hmm. always had a great Christmas oh, episode. Yes, yes. Great like Rudolph Christmas, all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be slotting a holiday from the Degrassi The Next Generation Season 3 into my seasonal watch list no, for Christmas. No, no. Because it's not... That much about it being Christmas. There's a, I mean, there's like gifts exchange and there's a lot of like 
There's like, a lot of Christmas stuff in this episode. There's a pageant. Yeah, there's a pageant. There's a, there's a tree decorating. There's gifts. Yeah, I would say this is a pretty heavy Christmas episode. Yeah. and a nut But there's nothing about the Christmas spirit, I would say. So that's There's Jimmy speaking in a British accent while he reads <laughs> A Christmas Carol to the yeah, class. Yeah, which is pretty good. That's that pretty was good. awful. I hated it. <laughs> Made me hate Jimmy for a second. But I was like, what? but I still love Jimmy. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time in Degrassi. Yeah, so Craig's cheating on his girlfriend, you see. <laughs> So good at this. Um, so we start off with a tree trimming party at Joey Jeremiah's house that Sydney has organized. She's still around. Yeah, Sydney's still about. Um, Sydney looks less like Manny now to me. Yeah, she. I agree. I She's agree. She's starting to look. I think they're uh, they're trying to make her look like. I don't know. They're trying to make us not like her, so they're making her less hot. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Interesting spin on the Sydney. Yeah. So Mythoth, mythos. Sydney is totally insane about the tree and getting it just right. And you can tell that she's a very particular person. Yeah, we're really the first time we're getting to know Sydney, we're just getting to know that she sucks. That's yeah. all they want us to know about her. <laughs> Not no nuance as usual no. with Degrassi the next generation. No. She just says, Here are all the things that suck about Sydney. Yeah. She doesn't Number want one. she can't go to the pageant because she's got a job. Mm-hmm. God forbid. She's a working woman. And she's like uh, Caitlin Ryan, but Caitlin has her priorities straight. She makes it to the pageant. Caitlin gets to go to the pageant and says sorry about 14 times in that moment. So we'll (laughs) we'll get to that in the new segment we like to call this week and sorry. But um, yeah, so we're at this tree trimming party. Caitlin's there. Mm -hmm. Everybody seems to be having a good time. Craig is there with Mm -hmm. Ashley. Who else is there? Emma. It's always Emma's there. Yeah. All the gang. The gang's all here. And Jack, the, baby Jack is there. Baby Jack, Archie Simpson, mm-hmm. Amanda Steptoe was there. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun yeah. party. All, all the pals. Seemed like a fun party. But only select pals. <laughs> all the old school Degrassi characters that are also on this show, except for Dan Woods. Yeah, he wasn't there. Dan, Dan, Danny Woods did not get to make an appearance. He was not invited. He was not in this episode, either episode. Mm-hmm. At all. They had everybody in the in, in it for like a split second, but it was a really uh, this, this is a small group of people to be paying attention to in this episode. Yeah, yeah, which was kind of nice. I like that it didn't veer too far off into everyone else. Everyone made little appearances, but yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone had like one line. Yeah, so it's implied because Caitlin isn't gonna spend Christmas with anyone. She's just gonna go to a spa in Montreal that she's a Scrooge, which I don't really think makes her a Scrooge. It's literally that she just doesn't have any family to spend it with. Yeah, but she's looking for an invite. Mm-hmm. And she's not getting one. No, she's definitely not. Well, she will at the end, though, because they're going to... Mm-hmm. By the end of the episode, Joey's going to have dumped Sydney and uh, be with Caitlin. Yeah, so it's great. All before <laughs> if I <do>. Christmas. <laughs> so um, there's a really great shot of her stuck between Joey Jeremiah and Sydney and we know what's going to happen in these episodes mm-hmm. like it's all going to be about Joey and Caitlin's relationship yeah this is a these two the a story of uh the love triangle between Manny Craig and uh Melissa McIntyre mm-hmm. is uh is a is kind of a photocopy of the love triangle mm-hmm. between Joey Jeremiah Sydney and Caitlin yes so. It is exactly the same, which makes it a little boring to be and honest. And in one, the and in one, the actual Manny doesn't really win, but in the other one, the other Manny does win. Think mm. about it. Oh, true. The Manny of the Caitlin Ryan story. Yeah. So Manny and Craig mm-hmm. are just having a straight up affair. Yeah. I'm interested to see where your uh, where my thoughts are on this. Yeah, because I, I I you'll be interested to know what my thoughts are. I think too. Okay, um, I mean I think Craig is a total idiot in this entire two episodes because, and I still don't totally understand. Okay, what I read of the situation, what Craig feels for Ashley might be love, whereas what he feels for Manny is more like lust. Because I don't think that there's any depth to his relationship with Manny other than them making out and her being hot. I think she's also like super uh, like uh, into him. Yeah, yeah. Whereas so Craig and Ashley have like this musical partnership. They have a lot of things in common. I think that they have a less like 
sexual relationship and mm. more of a companionship relationship. Their musical relationship sucks, though, let's be honest, <laughs> because those songs are fucking unlistenable and embarrassing every time. They sing some Christmas song that they mm-hmm. made up together about mm-hmm. you being my present and you and just like, God, you're the worst songwriters. Really? Not yeah. of all time. I mean, they're like 15. <laughs> no, <laughs> but like... Them? No, yeah, I blame them a little <laughs> bit. Like, fucking Kurt Cobain was, like, 17 when he wrote about a girl, for Christ's sake. This okay. is like, you will be my present that I open. Like, mm-hmm. you will be the prayer. I was like, oh, God, I got to get out of here. It didn't bother me that much, but to be honest, I didn't listen to the lyrics. I was just like, oh, the melody's nice. <laughs> you love that song. I love it. You were a big it's fan. One of my favorites. Of the Crashly experience. <laughs> That's the name of the Having name. just finally seen the new A Star is Born yesterday, I felt like very into this musical partnership part of it. Oh, you episode. felt like they were like Lady Gaga and Bradley Brad Cooper. Cooper. Why did no one tell me that Bradley Cooper does a Sam Elliott impression? Because for the it's entire a spoiler. Movie? It's a spoiler. It's a huge spoiler. I, I saw your Facebook <laughs> post and I was like, no one should tell you that it's a giant spoiler. <laughs> like he that's the whole like crux of the end of that movie is that he's saying to him, I took your voice because I idolize you. I'm spoiling yeah. it now for everybody who hasn't seen the movie. It's like a huge emotional moment. Yeah. And also, he's like, I think great in that movie, Bradley Cooper personally. Yeah. I didn't really love the movie, but I liked him very much. It was a cute movie to watch on oh, a plane. Yeah. It was very cute when he fucking hung himself in the garage <laughs> at the end of it. Was that the spoilers? The that you thought, you thought were, spoilers. <laughs> we're so cute at the end. That was cute. That's what I thought. This is a pretty cute movie. <laughs> when he pissed himself at the Grammys, I was like, this is adorable. Sorry to anyone who hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> we should put a spoiler alert tag on this. Yeah. I do spoil the ending of it. A, a Star I is also born. didn't realize that happened because I've never seen any A Star is Born. <laughs> and I texted Ruben immediately and he's like, don't you know the guy always dies? Yeah, totally. Uh, speaking like, of... Sorry, I had moment. three other chances to see this and I hadn't seen it yet. The moment when they're... See, this is like a perfect example of like how I get like grossed out when they're singing those songs together because they're so bad. The scene in A Star is Born when they're in the parking lot and Mm -hmm. he's like making her sing, I like had to leave. I was like so embarrassed. (laughs) I was like, if I was around these people Uh and I'm like, listen to this woman, like I would hate it. Yeah. But most people probably love that. I couldn't believe. No, no. It made me uncomfortable. I was like, also, how did you write? Like she sang a couple lines to him and then he wrote an entire song because, yeah. in a couple hours on the plane before a show and they all rehearsed it. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And they just like, she just knew all the words to that song. Yeah, yeah. But didn't, did you honestly think Bradley, because sometimes I say stuff to you and you just go, yeah, you don't really mean it. Did you really think Bradley Cooper was good in that movie? Yeah, I thought he and Lady Gaga were yeah. very oh, good in that excellent, movie. Excellent, yeah. excellent. I heard a great story from um, Ruben as well that... Uh, during the filming of this, Lady Gaga's best friend was very ill and she ended up dying during the time period of them filming. And that last scene where she sings that song for him was filmed right after her friend died. So that's real emotion that she's showing. Did you cry when you saw it? Oh my God, I sobbed. I was on the fucking plane. And then the woman two seats over from me was watching it too, but she was like 15 minutes behind. Totally dry eyes. Like that mm. unfeeling, unfeeling woman. Yeah. I was going to call her a bitch and then I felt really bad about it. I'm glad that. you didn't, but then I'm glad you <laughs> circled back and said it anyway. Because <laughs> you know what the thing is? It's the honesty. Now you do know that all, this is also, <coughs> we'll get to this. Yeah. Don't let me forget to talk about how she's called. Because yeah. I would have forgotten until yeah. I ju- unless I just saw Melissa McIntyre being called. Okay. Because she's the fucking Sydney uh-huh, of the she story. The she's Sydney. like kind of a little bit of an asshole. Like, yeah. all right, you're cold. Just enjoy making out with your boyfriend in the garage. <laughs> anyway, I'm not on, you'll be surprised if I'm not on Manny's side. I'm also not on Melissa McIntyre's side. I mean, I feel like we don't really have to go through this whole thing, right? They break no. up. I mean, it's like, it goes back and forth and essentially... Manny is at the ice skating pageant that Angela's in and she's apparently a really great ice skater. We have not learned this up until this point. 
Um, and <laughs> Spinner catches Craig and Manny like a little too close and is like, oh, what's happening? And Spinner is like, no, you're a stud. This is yeah, great. You, you must have hated Spinner at that point. I, I thought it was really funny. I was like, this is so on brand for Spinner. It didn't bother me because I was just like, that's what I would expect. Spinner was comparing I, them. I have really low expectation for the Of Spinner? For the, totally. <laughs> I have really low expectations for the men on this show. <laughs> like, I expect nothing of them but the women oh, my bullshit. expectations that's not are true jimmy <laughs> oh true sean yeah well you have high expectations of sean i have no expectations <laughs> Sean. spinner was comparing ashley and manny oh my god this is my favorite yeah. scene in the whole episode it was really because he was talking about how you have like you have ashley and she's like really cool hot beautiful and like smart and he called he compares her to champagne and then he's like you have manny who's like Super sweet cute. and adorable and hot like ice cream, but hot, really hot. <laughs> yep, I have that. Like <laughs> ice cream, down, but hot, really hot. Like ice cream, <laughs> but hot, really hot. So Spinner was like, oh, but he also said like, um, for me, it wouldn't be right for me to cheat because I have Paige and I know she's the one, but you're not sure. So, and then this is when Craig starts to become kind of like of a dick about it. Yeah. Because before I kind of felt like he was confused that not like, again, not giving him a pass on this cause it's still a dick move, but like. I felt like he didn't really know what he wanted out of either thing. And then he kind of got himself stuck in the middle and Mm -hmm. didn't really know what, yeah, he didn't know what he wanted. He wanted Ashley and Manny for different reasons. Now this is going to sound bad. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it. Okay. But when you're like a kid, that's fucking exciting. I think, Mm -hmm. I think that's probably Mm -hmm. like an exciting. It's also like two women want you like, and you're like running back and forth. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, I'm in the garage here. I got to keep all this to get, I keep all this on my brain. Yeah. It's, it's Craig is pretty dumb in this. And he kind of, he asks like Caitlin when she's at their house, like, how do you know? And he's like, isn't it like, uh, he says something about being lucky and she's like, love isn't about luck. It's about being with the right person. And mm. that's where I kind of got the love lust uh, divide. That's where it kind of came up for me of like, Oh, I think that he loves Ashley for certain reasons and he loves Manny for different ones, but it's more of like a love and a lust. I think he does s- love both of them, mm-hmm. but I think you're right. I think he loves Ashley like a friend and he loves Manny cause he wants to bone. <laughs> yeah. Him. But it's like the two parts of a relationship, but he has them with two separate people instead of right. with one. When she says love isn't luck, it's about being with the right person. That's when he goes to Manny. Yeah, and then he tells her that he's going to leave Ashley, but then he goes to see Ashley and has a wonderful experience. No, and like... but no, that's not 100% true. Uh-huh. She, he goes to dump Ashley, and then Ashley gives him a guitar. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I can't break up with you now. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's just about the guitar. I think it's about the thoughtfulness of it. I agree, but it's, yeah. no, I don't think it's yeah. about the possession of the guitar. Yeah. I think it's about the nice thing that she did, and he goes, well, now I, I can't do it now. But I don't even think he's saying, I can't do it now. I think he's like, oh, maybe I just stay with Ashley. Like, Yeah, but, th- well, yeah. Poss- yeah, you're probably right. But then he tells Manny, a diff- that's when he tells Manny. I think it's really easy to think about breaking up with the person you're not immediately totally, with. Totally, totally. And but I think then, that he actually actually probably likes both of them a lot and doesn't know who to choose. So then he's with Ashley in school and then Manny sees him and then he tells Manny that he broke up with Ashley, Mm -hmm. but that he hasn't told her about Manny yet because they have to do this performance together. Mm -hmm. So that's when they're in the garage later and Mm -hmm. Ashley's cold. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Manny's just like loves being in the garage. Mm -hmm. She's super into it. Mm -hmm. And they're making, they're actually like turning on Melissa McIntyre a little bit, the show. Mm-hmm. This is the way they're writing the characters. Yeah. And so she he goes to make her a hot chocolate and she goes snooping about mm-hmm. and she finds her Christmas presents and fucking Ramon's t-shirt, because of yeah. course. And then these uh this like really fuzzy pink sweater. <laughs> and uh and the uh, ice skating yeah, charm bracelet. I, I, yeah, ice skating charm bracelet. Which I guess she thinks oh this must be for the sister. Yeah, because it's like a hot pink sweater and an ice skating charm bracelet. <laughs> like, but then it's like pageant day and they're going to sing and Manny's doing everybody's makeup mm-hmm. and that's when Ashley sees Manny wearing the fucking bracelet because Craig already gave it to her that day mm-hmm. and it all clicks and they go and perform the song 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is great. And then uh, she smacks him in the face in front of everybody. It's Ashley does. so good. It was great. It was great. Perfect comeuppance. And then Manny walks out, too, after Craig as well. And then Craig sees her and says, like, did you tell her? <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I didn't. she saw the fucking yeah. necklace. And then she goes, uh... And you didn't think I'd find out about your lies. That's mm-hmm. what Manny said. And My she, favorite thing that she said to him when he was like, you didn't tell her? And he's like, how did she find out? And he, she, Manny says to him, because you were stupid, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, this was the stupidest thing. Like, I think that a lot of times the people who cheat on their partners are really fucking stupid about it, too. I agree. Yeah, obviously. Craig is, well... I mean, he's also a teenager. But he's also not that stupid about it. No. Like, he's kind of good at it, and it's really not his... Obvious Hall's fault, but she went snooping around his shit, and had she not done that, he would have gotten away. She wouldn't have known. Exactly. But then... It, it's funny because as soon as she went to Snoop and found the bracelet, I was like, this is like love actually all over again. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> With Alan Rickman and Emma What's Thompson. first? I wonder if love actually stole this bit from <laughs> Degrassi. I think that came out in 2003 and I think this is the exact same year. Unbelievable. Shit. I'm pretty sure I saw uh, love actually in fall 2003 and this was also like fall 2003. So maybe they stole this from love. Actually. Dude, that's legitimately the same exact thing that happens. She sees her wearing the bracelet, it's exactly, right? Well, no, she goes and she finds the box in his coat pocket and thinks that she's going to get this right, necklace. Right, 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 right. And then she doesn't get it on Christmas. And so she knows there's someone else. And then by the end of that movie, there's like back together, right? But it, yeah, but it's not the same. It's like the there's yeah, relationship is tarnished. That's depressing. Oh yeah, I love hated that movie. I mean, I loved it, and now watching it again, man, I mean, I've seen it like at least twenty times, but seeing it again now, I'm just like, oh my god, this movie is so wrong. So, basically, the love triangle ends with Craig having no love because they both left him now because mm-hmm. he's lied to them both. They're both upset, and there he is swinging on a ledge by himself. Not a stud anymore. Now, this episode, what it did for me a lot of mm-hmm. was make me feel silly about all the arguing we did about Manny mm-hmm. because this episode like really brought it into uh, close. It really helped me, made me realize like this is just stupid children yeah. being stupid <laughs> and like it doesn't fucking matter. No. Like, it's not nuanced. It's we not spent, supposed to be nuanced. We spent so much time discussing it before. But it really comes yeah. down to like, Oh, none of this matters. They're 13 years old. Who cares? Oh, my God. I know. I know. They're all going to get over it by the time the next episode comes out. And they'll be, oh, but then Manny's going to have his baby inside of her. So that's going to be a bummer. But other than that, it was just, that was it. That was the end of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, there, there were a lot of, like, little moments, but that's really, like, what their storyline was. Well, shoot some of the little moments you liked. Or some of the little moments. Um, I, I appreciated that Ashley's granddad used to play with Django Reinhardt. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cass, my sister, who yeah. loves Django Reinhardt. Um, and I was like, oh, hey. Um, there's a lot of, like, all the secondary characters who appear randomly throughout this. Um, you yeah. know, all of our favorites, like our Paige and our Hazel and our Liberty and our Toby and our JT. Like all of those were, they had they had good lines, but well, they had some sort of like, why was Paige dressed? It was like, like international Christmas pageant. Right. It was very everyone was celebrating their culture. This is like the most diverse school you could go to. Like yeah. I wish that if I had children, I could send my kids to a school like this. But so many things would happen to them. What do you mean? <laughs> like abortions and stabbings. Oh, yeah. And like, One of their friends would get stabbed to death yeah. outside of the dance at some yeah, point. Yeah, you go to a normal school, it doesn't happen. So many pregnancies. So many pregnancies. One of my favorite tertiary lines, throwaway bits, was when Craig shows up at uh, Ashley and Toby's, <laughs> and Toby enters the door and he just says, uh, Hey, Craig, happy Hanukkah. Take your boots off. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, 
it all in a monotone too. It's he very just odd. could not. He it was another and scenario of like to uh, Jake Goldsby being like, I have to come in for this. Yeah, like <laughs> I have to do this. I can't just have the week off this week. I also really loved Toby's uh, Hanukkah song in in the. He's such like, the token Jew. Not he <laughs> is because I like how he like says to Craig, "Happy Hanukkah," and he's like, "I'm the only one celebrating." Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let and then he does. Show. He tells like the Hanukkah story at the pageant. Oh my god! Great. And then Kendra does something with a Chinese dragon. Oh my god, that's so yeah. funny! Chinese New Year. Hazel's talking about Kwanzaa. Yeah, it was a lot. There was a lot of uh, fun little things. It was super diverse. Was I also diverse. feel like uh, they the we know nothing really about Ashley and Craig together. It was really just like a plot device to get them to break up. <laughs> Yeah, we know that they play music together, and that's about it. And oh. honestly, they seem like they would be a good match from just, like, character They end types. up back together again, though, right? That's I'm pretty like, sure they do. When he they goes definitely nuts. Have a longer. Yeah, they're yeah. together when he loses yeah. his mind. I think they have a back-and-forth kind of thing. That's not the correct word to, yeah. term to say nuts. There's, there's a Heather Sinclair reference. Uh, yeah. She's going to perform her Celtic winter solstice dance. Right. And Marco was playing green sleeves slash what child is this, which I played on the melodica many episodes and ago. he was playing it on the accordion, Yeah, right? and kind of sounded like that. Oh, yeah, I remember when you played that melodica. You yeah. still got that thing? Yeah, it's just not here. It was a cool one. I, I liked how much Spinner called Craig a stud. He called him, like, Lord Stud. And Dude, he, wa- many... he wanted to, like, kiss Craig. I know, he was so into it. Spinner's hair looks better. He was mostly wearing a hat in this episode, so I think that helped. But like, he looked a lot better. So we're not quite finished with Craig yet, but I think we have to get to the B story in order to like wrap the whole thing up because mm. the A and the B story collide. They're so intertwined; it's really tough. In a main event clash. Mm-hmm. Between... Well, it's also like the same story twice, but just with different characters. Yeah, in this one, Joey Jeremiah is playing the role of Craig, but he's mm-hmm. not out cheating. He's not, no, he's not purposefully cheating. He does fall into a kiss with Kaylin, but that's not like what Craig is doing by any stretch. Sydney is the role of Ashley, who's mm-hmm. like kind of like buttoned up, sort of like good, like right. Basically, they're like the right choice. Mm-hmm. And then Caitlin is playing the role of Manny, who's like the sort of, but she's a little, she's not like, She's not like Manny. No, they're she's, very different. Caitlin's yeah. very much like a fun sort of like whoops, Lucille Ball type. Yes, yes, she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you have it. That's that. <laughs> that's, that's that story. <laughs> well, Caitlin's so, super into Joey. Caitlin's super into Joey, and she also is just like she doesn't have any family anymore. Really, she doesn't have like she has this great job, but she says to Joey like she doesn't have the life outside of the job mm-hmm. that she would like to have. Mm-hmm. And her last, uh, the last guy she dated was the director. That crazy. I thought he was a producer, but like I did too. But he was an idiot. Um, so now she only dates regular guys. Yeah, like Joey Jeremiah, mm-hmm. who loved his ex-wife, whose hair smelled like rain. Yeah. And so Sydney is very territorial, obviously, because that's her fucking boyfriend. Yeah. And we shouldn't, like, dislike her for that. No, I don't think we should. But I think that she should talk to Joey and not to Caitlin. <laughs> like, oh, right, right, right. Um, if she, like, if you're uncomfortable with the fact that, like, your boyfriend's ex is hanging around, like, that's a conversation you guys need but to I have. But I think she did say something to him, and he was like, he, like, kind of was, was like, like, no, no it's, it's fine, she's my friend. So, I mean, I kind of get it. At one point, Caitlin writes Joey a letter, and then she puts it through the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, she the writes him slot. a letter. Dear Joey, period. Blah, 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 blah. Love, Caitlin, period. This felt very Bridget Jonesy to me, this whole segment, when she, like, puts it through the door and then tries to get it back, and then she's stuck oh, in the window. maybe Bridget Jones stole that from Degrassi, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was also around this did, time. Did, did, did Bridget Jones get stuck in a window? <laughs> I don't know, but that seems like something she would do, right? Yeah. Like, to get a letter back that she regretted writing about a guy that she loved. Yeah. I like Bridget Jones' diary, the first I do, movie. too. The second and the third are not so great. I never saw either of them. But I really like the first don't. movie. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I love Jim Broadbent. Isn't that a player mm-hmm. who plays your dad, mm-hmm. right? I love... He's great. Renee Zell. But people were mad that Renee Zellweger was in it because she was an American woman oh. pretending to be a British person. That's fine. It's There's only so many British actors. They all have to repeat roles. You know who do you could send Jimmy Brooks in to be a British guy? He was such a great British accent <laughs> so in that scene. With his accent. Where he was reading fucking mm-hmm. a Christmas... What morning is it, sir? 
Is it Christmas morning? <laughs> That's out, Jimmy. <laughs> Have I missed it? Is it Christmas? <laughs> that got me. That got me good. Ugh. That was what Jimmy sounded like mm-hmm. when he was doing it. Spirit, the spirit's come to me and seen me. He's taken me to all these fucking places. <laughs> I've been didn't... scared out of my fucking mind. They did not it's like say Bob fucking. Hoskins. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Imagine they have Bob Hoskins be oh uh, the, yeah. uh, Scrooge. That's what yeah. basically what I just did. That would be yeah. Bob Hoskins at Scrooge. Yeah. <sighs> so. Anyway. Caitlin shows up at, at... This is the kind of classic content you can look forward to if you listen to the Deep podcast every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Tell your friends. Yeah. We've got good content. We also review other people's podcasts now, so... Some podcasts are better than others. <laughs> we should episode by episode review podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, this one didn't work for me because uh, Paul Shear wasn't <laughs> fucking doing some shit. Oh my god! So Caitlin, Caitlin. pop culture happy hour was uh, only twenty minutes this week. <laughs> that was a short one. Uh, Caitlin, sorry. Caitlin, Caitlin um, goes to Angela's ice skating pageant thing where there's bears and I, I did not understand this nativity scene. It was like, <laughs> like a, I didn't know what it was. Nutcracker, I'm not really it sure. Was, it was blue hued, that scene. It was very blue hued. They were in the stands and they were all very blue. Yeah. And so Sydney um, doesn't come because she's got a work thing that she can't miss. But Caitlin prioritizes hanging out with the family over her work for once. Um and then she ends up having to babysit. Yeah, because yeah. they had a babysitter drop off, and Sydney asked uh, asked Caitlin to babysit for because Sydney has a work function. Mm-hmm. That do we know what Sydney does? Because Joey no. had to wear a tux to the fucking work Christmas party. Yeah, we don't know what she does. Black tie to the work Christmas party. Jiminy mm-hmm. Christmas, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty intense. So they so uh, Caitlin babysits for what's the kid's name? Angela Steele. Angela. Uh, and then lets her put on this dress that Sydney made her, and she gets chocolate all over it or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the thing that she wore for the pageant, like which yeah. is already over. So what difference does it make? And Sydney's like so upset about. Yeah, it. they get home, and Alex, what's her name? Angela. Angela. Angela and Ange. Caitlin, Stacy, Mystician are sleeping on the couch together. They've fallen asleep because they've had such a good time with the babysitting. Mm-hmm. And they walk in, and that's when Sydney sees her in the dress, and she's very upset because there's just chocolate smeared all over it. Looks like poop. Yeah. Just chocolate. Just she's like, I made you this dress. dress to wear it to the pageant, not to eat chocolate in it. Just a poopy dress. <laughs> she didn't want her to eat any chocolate in it. It was uh-uh. basically what I was getting at. And she did, and she ate the chocolate in it, and then they were going to have to take it to the dry cleaner. So this was a point of uh, in the episode point that, of they contention. Made, that they made. So Stacy Mystician writes the letter. Well, no, no. She walks out and then uh, she and Joey have a moment where she's like, oh, you know, I'm like, she's, she feels bad, but like also is like being self-deprecating about like. She called herself a drama queen, but I don't, I think she was using drama queen in the way we usually use it. Yeah. Because she was like, I think, meaning it to be like, drama just follows me everywhere Oh, I go. yeah, yeah. Rather than that she creates it. Right. Yeah, um, Yeah, I agree. And uh, so then they kind of have a moment and they kiss. And then she runs Ooh. off. Did you get boned up when they kissed? A little bit. It's pretty hot, right? Yeah, it was pretty hot. It was a lot hotter than Craig and Manny's ice skating kiss when Craig goes out onto the ice. Oh, I thought that was a sweet kiss. It was It was sweet. But the Caitlyn Joey one was like, oh. Yeah, swoon. Yeah, heart stopped for a well, second. Well, the Manny one was like, she was just so excited. Yeah, yeah. She but was, was going to get I her man finally. Yeah, I want Caitlyn and Joey to end up together. So Caitlyn's I'm like, pretty hot. for it. Stacey Mystician's pretty attractive. Mm-hmm. And she's got a great job. She's like the face of so much news of some sort in Canada. She could get Joey on there to uh, pimp his uh, car lot. Yeah, she's really into regular guys who are used cars dealers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some girls are Stacey Mystician. 
I love Stacy Mystician. <laughs> I do too. She's a she's a she's great. Very mysticious. Yeah. Very mysticious. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I haven't. She's a real like slapsticky kind of a character. Yeah, which I like. yeah. Which like there's she's got some humor to her. So she goes and tells um, Spike, who has taken Jack to meet Santa, and they have a whole comedy ensues. Uh, Jack trying to get a picture. of You baby mean Amanda Stepto? Yeah, Spike. Right, right. right. Yeah, Amanda oh, Stepto. Yeah, right. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda Stepto. Yeah, comedy ensues when they have a conversation in front of the picture taking, and Jack is blurred out by Caitlin's hand. Yeah, so his first Christmas picture will is, not even. Is happen. I mean, she's got to go back in line now and get another picture. It's just going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> but so, Caitlin's. I mean, Caitlin. Uh, Spike is like, what happened? Like, yeah, because she just, kissed. Yeah, and then she's like, you have to figure out how you actually feel. So that's when she goes back and she writes this letter mm. that says. Dear Joey, period. Something, something, something about Sydney. Something, something, something. Blah, blah, blah. Love, Caitlin, period. Which is not something I've ever written. No. You've never written dear so-and-so, period. Yeah. <laughs> I still have feelings for you. Love, Rachel, period. Yeah. No, I haven't. You've never wrote Maybe I should before. start doing that and see what happens. Well, if you got feelings, you got to let them out on paper. Yeah. So she puts it through the mail slot and she wants it back. So that's when she gets stuck in the window. Yeah, in the kitchen. It's actually pretty funny. And they all come home from something and she's stuck in the kitchen window. And she's like, oh, I left my Palm Pilot here and I need to have it. So I believe they were coming back from Boxing Day shopping, right? Mm. She said mm. she was, Sydney said she was going to take. Boxing Day, big in Canada. Her Boxing Day shopping after Christmas. Oh, no, because Boxing Day is the day after Christmas and it's not Christmas yet. We're talking about Stacy Mystician trying to come in the window because mm-hmm. she was trying to get that note. She left her Palm Pilot, is what she said. Well, she lied about the Palm she Pilot. She lied about the Palm Pilot. And that's when Sydney decided to have a talk with her. And she said, you still have feelings for Joe, and I get it. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. What is amazing about him? Not a lot. He's a regular guy. That's about it. God, these women are just, they just want to get it on with Joey. They do. They really do. Tiny, tiny, bald Joey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Must have a big dick. He, but he's he's a friendly fella. Mm-hmm. He is. What's going on over here? What are you distracted by? I was like, Daisy, come sit with me. Daisy, hey. She's like, I don't want to sit with you. Give me a break, <laughs> Rachel. I don't want to sit with you. That's what she's saying. Do you think in her head she calls you Rachel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn it, Rachel. I gotta pee. Oh, we forgot about them making the clay things. There's, when... there's no need to talk about that. <laughs> um What else we got to say? I'm waiting for you to come back. I'm waiting for you to come back to Earth. What do we gotta say about Caitlin? <laughs> Caitlin, so then Caitlin's like, listen, I'll stay away. It's fine. I got to get out of here. I'm going to go on this private jet to fucking someplace for Christmas. I was unclear. Go to Montreal. So then Craig goes to Joey and he's like, this is where it all collides. Mm -hmm. Craig explains to Joey that he cheated on Ashley. Joey explains to Craig what he once did to Stacey Mystician Mm -hmm. by cheating on her with, what's her face? Sydney. No, cheating on Caitlin when they were once engaged. Oh, Tessa Campanelli. Tessa Campanelli. Yeah. And how that was like a big thing, but you move on. And Craig's like, I don't think that either one of you have moved on because I heard Stacey Mystician yelling at Sydney. Mm-hmm. At which point Joey confronts Sydney. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that tune. Yeah. And to be honest, like she wasn't, I don't think that Sydney said anything that wrong to. No, I don't either. Caitlin. I think Sydney's getting the shaft here. I don't think Sydney's really that bad in the scenario. Yeah, I do But too. then Sydney is like, I need this to work, Joey. Why does she need it to work? I don't know. I feel like she's, I guess she's invested time in it. I like, first of all, how God, godly distracted you are by your dog right now. <laughs> and also, for the, for the folks at home, if you haven't noticed, Rachel hasn't been paying attention for the last three minutes because she's been looking at her dog and trying to get her dog to come over to her by motioning with her hand, like, <laughs> Come here. Like, just doing the, like, come here thing, as if that's going to make her come over here. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it does. She pays attention to me. Now she's going to sit on her pillow and go to sleep. Uh, So, uh, and that's the end of that. So, oh, no, then Joey goes, Joey, Sydney, no, Joey, what's the daughter's name? Joey, Angela, Angela. and Craig go to the airport. Joey, Alex Steele, 
and Craig. Yeah. Go to the airport. Who goes by Alex Steele here, but then later goes by Alexis Steele. She might go by Alexis Steele here already, I think. No, it said Alex Steele. She's got chocolate all over that dress. She did get chocolate all over that dress. All over that dress. Wiped fucking Hershey's chocolate on that dress. Or they probably don't have Hershey's. They have Hershey's because it's Canada. (laughs) Uh, So they show up at the airport. Joey's like, I only want to spend Christmas with you. I dumped Sydney. Let's kiss. Yeah. There's really not much to it. Rachel's so happy because finally she coaxed this dog to be in her lap. This dog wants nothing to do with her. She's like, dog literally wants nothing to do with me. The dog is like, How I do wish I you get could out see this broomheads. This is a nightmare. <laughs> trying to get this thing on the on the tracks while Rachel's trying to call the stupid dog over. Fine. Here, dog, you do what you want to do. You be free. Yep. What day is it, sir? Is it Christmas morning? <laughs> it's Wednesday. Where is Tiny Tim? Is he dead? They fucking killed him. Oh my god, this accent. <laughs> it's Bob Hoskins. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Bob Hoskins? Do you remember Bob Hoskins? He was great. Yeah. I love so Bob that, Hoskins. I mean, is there much more to this episode? No, we're done. Thank for, Oh, for Linda Shiler, Steven Stone over the kiss. Yeah. For a two-parter, it's pretty uh lame. In short, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tiny Hallmark Christmas movie. Well, it's not no shorter than any of the other two parts. Every episode's exactly the same amount of length. Yeah. So it's the same in length as the other it two parts. It felt like a short content-wise. Uh, yeah, it was very little on uh, action. It was really just resolving one story that had been building up and one story that they just made a thing this episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, no, there was some Caitlin, Joey, Sydney stuff before it was hinted at, but it was very tame in comparison. Do you um, think that Sydney was just like the thing? Like, honestly, like, I can't lose this guy because he just makes me come like a maniac. The one thing that made me hate Sydney was when Joey Jeremiah burned his hand and then Caitlin they they get caught in a moment like Caitlin and Joey by Sydney. Caitlin's like, "Uh, oh, put it under cold water." And then Sydney says, "No, hot water. It's homeopathic." And I was like, "What? <laughs> Since when is putting a burn in hot water like a homeopathic remedy?" I hated that too. <laughs> oh. I also hate Craig's fucking hat. Oh, thank you. I was waiting to say something about it. His, like, Joe Strummer hat. It's so bad. He looks awful. He doesn't look attractive in this hat. Looks like Jesse Malin <laughs> at all <laughs> That's times. That's a good reference. Always looks like Jesse Malin. Je- he, like, thinks he is Jesse Malin. Mm-hmm. Pissing on the rugs of heartache. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's pretty much our episode. No, we got to do all the fucking I know we got to do the other things, but I think that we've wrapped up the episode. We always think we're done and then we got all these other segments to do. Yeah. This is your fault. (sighs) All these segments you make. I know, we're just adding more segments. By the end of uh, our run of this show, we're just going to have all segments and no content. Honestly, that might be better. (laughs) Because doing these whole episodes, this takes a long time. Yeah. Not as long as our conversation about the Smiths took. That was interesting, though, at least. <laughs> I'm like, we're like, then they broke up, and then they were together, and then he told her he was broken up with her, but then she wasn't, and then she had a skating fucking necklace. And then I feel that like we're doing that. better now that we watch the episodes while we're recording. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah, so I guess we're, we're to all of the... All of the who had this, who was this, who wore it best, <laughs> what did she Rachel, say? what was your most valuable <laughs> outfit? I can um, get, I think I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> no, this was a really good one. Um, everyone's international outfits were great, but in the end, I actually picked JT's old English costume that kind of went along with Jimmy's old English accent because it just felt really out of place and unnecessary. Well, he was wearing it as the host of the pageant. Yeah, but it was very funny to me. All right. Great. I know it's not that exciting. I don't think any of mine for the circus. What is a uh, uh, page? Like a Polish woman, Ukrainian uh, woman. Because she was like, you got to Hazel. Something she was like, kielbasa. Yeah, she was like, you guys have it right because with all this mops book and cockatoo doppels and kielbasa, like and mm-hmm. like name all these things I never heard of. Yeah. She's like, I am going to need a fast. <laughs> you guys are right. Oh no, they're not talking about Kwanzaa. They're talking about Ramadan. Jesus, Rachel. Like, could I be more racist? Ladies and gentlemen, racistal. Racistal. Rachel. At the end of every episode, we like to decide uh, how much 
every episode of Degrassi, the next generation went there and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and a scale of one to 10, one being that it going there the least and mm-hmm. 10 it having gone, gone there the most. How much would you say episodes, uh, number 311 and 312 holiday part one and two, uh, go there? Not a one. No. I'm going to say, um, maybe it's a three. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same. It wasn't that big a deal. It's not, I mean, it's not like, it's just like when Manny and Ashley find out that Craig is an idiot. All the stuff that would be like shocking, we've already established Yeah, so it's it's not shocking now. I mean, really, is it even a three? I'm not sure. Yeah, about a three. About a three. Yeah, because there's like a lot of uh, lying, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of lying. You but know, that's that's about three level. You gotta lie to get shows to keep going. That's how they it's work. It's true. It's true. It's how, how a lot work. of stories get moved along. You know, lies. Little lies. Lies, lies. make baby Jesus cry. What's that from? The Simpsons. Maybe. Um, what's the oh oh? And next up is a great one of the great bits. It's the MVP, the most valuable Degrassi, an MVD. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, episodes number three eleven and three twelve, a holiday mm-hmm. part one and two. We only get one MVP, even though it's two episodes. Yeah. Who was you? I wonder where you're going to go with this. I Who had a really MVP? hard time with this. Do you, you think you know what mine is? Because usually no. you know what mine is. I don't, because I also went with a very random one, but it was what came through in my heart at the end of the episodes immediately. So I still just went with it. All right. Uh, do you want me to? I don't want to guess. I you're want not, you to just You're not going to guess it. It's Toby. Oh, my God. <laughs> who's my MVP for this episode? And I was like, Toby really got me good. <laughs> In those two moments, yeah. him doing the Hanukkah story. That Hanukkah line, I literally wrote that down too because that was one of my favorite moments in these episodes. Oh, happy Hanukkah, take your boots off? Yeah. That was pretty good. Hey, <laughs> okay, Craig. That's actually, can I be honest, my initial reaction to you saying that was to go, oh my God, that's what I said. But um, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, that's what MVP is all about. It's all about because they he stole the show for me for yeah. this episode. That's like, what it's all about. Because so you're right. That's a great Everyone else pick. was kind of like in it, but not great. I mean, they all did fine. But, you know, I I couldn't really pick one of the main characters over another. For... Now, when you're saying main characters, are you counting the six people involved in the two love triangles? Yes, yes. That's pretty much who I'm talking about. So anyone outside of that. Um, I mean, one of the things we did not talk about yet in this episode at all, and I feel like the need to bring up now in the MVO, MVD section is the fact that all of the grade 10 kids got snake a wig that was like an Elvis wig. And we have not even mentioned that. And then he wears it. He's so touched. Because he has cancer. Because he has cancer. Yeah, because they couldn't afford a real one. So they got a shitty Elvis wig. I mean, and there's like 80 kids in that class. (laughs) You could have literally had every kid give $2. They could have got an actual wig. Yeah, yeah. For Christ's sake. They gave him an Elvis wig. Terry gave it to him. Mm-hmm. It was it Terry's was sweet, moment. and then he's wearing it in the end too. So that was like an, a secondary MVO, to be honest. The class, wig. no, oh, the, the wig. wig, yeah. Oh, MVO, but of MVD, would it have been the class for giving him the cancer wig? Maybe, yeah. Cancer wig. Who's who's your most valuable? Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, yeah. that's a good choice. Caitlin yeah. Ryan. I thought Caitlin was a char- was charming yeah. in this. I think out of everyone, Caitlin or Joey probably would have been of the love triangles would have been the choice, but Caitlin is a little bit more interesting of a character. But for some reason, my heart went Toby, and I just was like, that's what I got to go with. I think that's a great choice. Yeah. I like Caitlyn because she's very, like, um, goofy and sort of like, not what I thought the Caitlyn character was going to be, and I don't know if that's what she is going forward. She's supposed to be, like, a very together, like, a career woman. But mm-hmm. she's very, like, fun and silly, and she got, got herself into, like, hijinks. Yeah, I always did. like hijinks. You do like hijinks. You know, so I was into Caitlin Ryan. I gave mm-hmm. her the MVP, mm-hmm. MVD, MVD, and most valuable Degrassian. Mm-hmm. So you went with Toby Isaacs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and what, the, the token Jew of the, the show. The token Jew of the Christmas season. And I went with Caitlin Ryan, uh, famously, also known famously as Stacy Mystician. Mm-hmm. She's very uh, mysticious. She's, she, she was not super mysticious in this episode, no, no. but she was funny. Mm-hmm. So, and now, I got a job to do. Oh, yeah, you do. Great, you got a big job to do. <laughs> one of the great uh, segments of the show, which we call This Week and Sorry, where I pay 
about 30% attention to the episode, and then I pick out who has said sorry and how many times. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I missed a bunch, because I only got <laughs> one person saying sorry. Granted, it is a record-breaking five sorries in the in the two episodes. But I feel like at some point, Craig must have said sorry. Yeah. And Ashley must have said sorry at some Man, point, but I missed sorry. it. So I got Caitlin Ryan, Stacey Mystician, saying sorry two times for walking uh, through the, the the crowd of people in the row at the at the dance. At, not the dance, this the thing. Pageant. The pageant. Then uh, one more sorry for being late to said pageant. Then I got her saying sorry again for being a, a drama queen, which we talked about earlier today. And then she was sorry one more time when she had to exit the plane after Joey showed up to kiss her on the mouth. Mm-hmm. So she was sorry to the plane people for holding up the plane. And that, my friends, broomheads, was this week, week in sorry. Sorry, I had to join in. No, on that I liked one. it. Yeah, that yeah. Was fun. I felt like it needed a little bit more oomph. I think that I missed a bunch of stories, probably. <laughs> probably and there I feel were like points. There, had to have been there more were points when I was this. like, I should probably go back and see, and I didn't. Yeah, you're like, I don't have time for that. Yeah, I didn't Too do many it. Stories. I didn't do it. So I mean, Caitlin was extra sorry in this. Episode. She was the one of the stories. I think she's been like a, a big sorry person bef- in the past. As well. Yeah, she's an apologetic female. It's, it's a common. Emma character. says sorry a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. You know who oh doesn't say sorry is Spike. I feel like sorry Spike is not a sorry lady. Amanda Stepto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard her say sorry very much. I don't think either. Mm-mm. Um, I'm sorry. For what? Uh, I don't know. You're so you're not really sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Just, I'm not sorry. What are you? What are you sorry about? <laughs> <laughs> Manny is, uh, I will say, at least in this episode, she's like gotten, got her clothes back. Like she's got a yeah. She's wearing normal clothes. Yeah. She does very yeah. good acting. I notice she's great in this. Yeah, she's really good in this episode. I think that Craig is also a very good actor. Actually, like he's playing a dumb teenage boy, but there's like little. He does good job. You mean too. Jesse Malin? Did you want to put your finger in his butt? <laughs> Look at Spinner. Oh man. So oh, yeah, that's man. that. Now that's our episode. I'm sure we missed huge swaths of it because we went through a two-parter in a very short period of time. Short for us. period of time, Rachel. Seventy minutes. That's short for us. I don't think so. <laughs> I think our two-parter episodes are not necessarily Double much length, longer yeah. than the one-parter yeah. episodes because it's still just telling the same amount of story. S- story. 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 <laughs> story about your story. Story. Sorry, boot your story. <laughs> oh, we got to go to Canada sometime. Have you got me a pheasant to eat for dinner on this Christmas morning? Is it Boxing Day? No. <laughs> what is Boxing Day? Boxing Day is the day after Christmas. Yeah, but why is it called that? Um, I think because you box the food up oh. from the day before and then you eat it. It was big in England, too. But not here. I don't understand oh, why. So it's not about the, the the sweet science. Yeah. Boxing. The sweet science. The sweet science of boxing. Yeah. That's what they call it. The sweet science. All right, guys. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show and and do Please all Please write us stuff. an email. I feel like it's been a long time since I'd rather have a email. review, for Christ's sake. I mean, yeah, also a review. Please. We're thirsty also, for reviews. We are thirsty for reviews. If you listen to the show, and I know that there are more people that have listened to the show than there are reviews because there are not as, there's about a tenth of the reviews as listeners of the show. Please yeah. write one. Yeah. Just, even if you just do the stars, it takes two seconds. Yeah. You probably forgot your iTunes login. I know yeah. we all do. But I know mine. If you're logged in on your phone permanently, then you'll be fine. Yeah, tell them, Rachel. I will. And follow us on SparkleSpaz28 with two Zs on Instagram and on Twitter. Do you tweet? You should probably start tweeting. Me? Yeah. From the account? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I follow it. <laughs> I'm going to make Pat start doing the tweeting. 
I love Caitlin in this episode. She, her eyes are a little crazy, though, right? She's she got is. Big she has like, crazy eyes. What's going on? It's so eyes? funny when she was in that episode with Ellie a couple ago, and she seemed very together. Oh, right. And yeah, now she she's was... like the crazy, aloof uh, lady. See how Manny never complains about being in the garage? That's like... She mm-hmm. just likes being down there, even though it's cold, because she's mm-hmm. gonna suck face with Craig. Mm-hmm. But she's got a coat on; it's fine. Yeah, Ashley didn't have a coat on. Well, but she, she should know she's gonna be in the goddamn garage. Mm-hmm. I like that Manny's like coming around, and we can like her again. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also glad that she also rejected Craig after he lied to her about your lies. A boot. A boot. All right, fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, broomheads. We it's funny we call them broomheads. We don't call them narbos. Those are both uh, old school Degrassi terms. Right, I know. But they're just the broomheads. Yeah, they're the broomheads. Mm-hmm. The gangs of broomheads. We love mm-hmm. them. We love the broomheads. Yeah, we do. The best. I think that broomheads people. are is slang for dummies, and narbos are slang for nerds. Ah, okay. Yeah, is our is our slang. So our <laughs> fans are more narbos than broomheads. Yeah. But we we say dummies affectionately. Yeah. Hey, dummy. <laughs> hey, dummy. Right. I call Spinner a dummy Sometimes pretty much I every call episode. Sometimes I my son a dummy <laughs> in a nice way. A kind dummy. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Let's yeah. Let's uh, meet you back here next week. Yeah, we'll be back here next week. Looking forward to talking to you. Well, at you. At you. Really? Looking forward to talking at you. We're not engaging in a conversation with them because they never write us any emails. No, I know. We need to start doing a call-in show. All right, guys. This just in. Oh, this fucking song. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to you live next it up. week. Bye.